1: Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. The 1960s, at least three times. Every episode.
0: What is it you love so much about
1: that? Um, I, I just thought they were very creative, sort of unique storylines. Cautionary tales told in a really interesting way that involved sometimes time travel, other dimensions, alternate universes, yeah, aliens, all the good stuff yeah. in life. I mean, they're really episodes that if you could get over the the old timey dialogue and the black and white and the schmaltzy script writing, that you'd actually enjoy some yeah. of those. Yeah, yeah. they're because and they're fun, easy watches. They're Less than a half hour. Yeah. And they're all contained in one episode.
2: I've never seen it, but a friend of mine, um, she actually works in the building. She was telling me, is there an episode with a doll? Oh, yeah. Telly Savalas is, like, is in that See, and I've never seen it, but she's like, man, the doll <laughs> episode is just the best. It's pretty good. good. It was probably like a 10-minute conversation, which ended with, oh, you just got to watch it.
1: Yeah, and they give you just enough of a scare that makes the hair stain in That's the back she of your said. head. But she it's, was a
2: big fan. But it's, it was
1: never like upsetting or disturbing, you
2: know. Where can you yeah. even watch it now? Is it like on YouTube TV or something?
1: Uh, CBS owned all the episodes, and it was on Paramount Plus last I checked. So yeah. I've seen all the originals. They've come out with newer versions since then, but a lot of them are just remakes of the old episodes. And I don't obviously think they're as good because I'm a Twilight Zone purist. <laughs> <laughs> but, anyway. Happy National Twilight Zone Day. Um, Doja Cat is making headlines. Also, Taylor Swift. I should say Swifties. Yeah. Taylor's just minding her own business.
2: Mm-hmm. Does she ever really mind her own business, though, Jeff?
1: Get to both those stories here in a bit. But first, let's begin this hour's E! News with what Cardi B, Toby Maguire, and Cameron Diaz all have in common.
0: Yeah, there's this list going around of wealthy celebrities who claim that they're very frugal because they grew up poor. So they may pass on ordering that $200 bottle of wine and instead order a cheaper, you know, $140 bottle of wine. But here they are. Shania Twain once said she sometimes would go to school hungry. So now she tells herself to be frugal and safe for a rainy day. Cardi B said she once, uh, once said to her parents, have regular poor jobs. And it's rubbed off on her quote. She says, I'm very cheap. You might see me with the jewelry, but I'm always looking at my account. Mm. toby mcguire once said that he was born to young parents so his ambition was to make money for security and comfort he describes himself as very conservative with money jessica alba once said she grew up in survival mode because her parents didn't have a safety net now she teaches her children about saving and sustainability like wearing hand-me-down clothes Mm. cameron diaz once said her parents weren't well off and would collect recycling for extra money Now she's careful not to throw money away, but she will splurge a bit on experiences with family and friends. You may remember Mila Kunis. I mean, her story's really incredible. She's from Ukraine, isn't she? Yeah, she Mm -hmm. was seven when she and her parents moved here, and they came with absolutely nothing. She says, now, because I'm an immigrant, it's a different perspective on what the value of a dollar is and what hard work is. I'm a big supporter of Groupon. I've walked into restaurants with a Groupon. She says I use it all the
1: time. We should turn her on to <laughs> CincySavers.com. We should.
0: Totally. Tiffany Haddish, she grew up in the foster care system and later experienced homelessness three times. Now she says she's saving up so that she can afford to retire at 55 or sixty.
2: Good for her. Wow. Yeah.
0: Dave Grohl of the Foo Fighters. He spent his childhood in a poor single parent family in Virginia. He says all my money goes straight into my bank account where it turns all moldy and smelly.
1: It's <laughs> funny.
0: Allie Berry, when she first moved to New York to pursue acting, she ran out of money and briefly lived in a homeless shelter. Now she says she saves a lot because she's worried about when this trip is going to end. Yeah. Good for her. Hillary swag. she lived in a trailer park as a kid, and after her parents separated, she lived in a car with her mother until they could afford an apartment. Now she says she's still a coupon clipper. Wow. So, yeah, those are some pretty big names on the list there. That's great. Yeah. I do
2: kind of believe that one about Cardi B, though, because I follow her on Instagram, and she's always at her house, like, cooking her own meals. It'll show her, like, going to Target on her own in the grocery store, and she'll go to, like... The bodega where she grew up all the time and, like, stopped by there and get sandwiches and stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like she really does pay attention. Like, she could probably hire a chef, someone to do her shopping. Yeah. Sure. But she's out there doing it.
1: We kind of lived on both sides of that fence, depending on whether or not my mom and my stepfather were together. Yeah. When, when they were together, mm-hmm. I we, we, I grew up in a wealthy suburb, Went mm-hmm. to, went to private schools. We had horses, went on vacations every year. When they split up, we literally had nothing and we're on welfare. Wow. In a car that didn't work. Wow. And didn't know we would have nothing in the cupboard. Yeah. We, I'd have to make something out of nothing, some bread, cream mushroom soup. I got peas. That's it. That's all we have. What are mm-hmm. we I'm making? Cream mushroom soup sandwiches. There yeah. you go. Out you of a camel's can. That's, you figure it out. But it was interesting being on both sides of that fence. And the value of money to me now, which I've always been a saver, but I also like to enjoy life and spend because- <laughs> Who knows what will happen tomorrow. So it's sort of walking that line. But I suppose like if I had a billion dollars, instead of buying a big, huge mansion someplace and having a private jet, I'd rather just slow travel around the world. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: Oh, yeah, for sure. It's
1: all on where you want to put that money, right? Yep. Got to take a break. Coming up we'll get to this this book that the number one selling book on Amazon right now that everybody thinks was written by Taylor Swift. We'll get to that shortly. But first, let's go to Denise Johnson. She's got your latest Q102 traffic.
2: Oh, you're all excited. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S., the person behind all of this
3: is Chris Jenner,
2: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
1: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
0: When you get something, right? You bring it in, you open it on the kitchen table, the place of honor for the new arrival. <laughs> you read the instructions, fill out the registration card. You may even join the club of other idiots that have this thing. (laughs) And then some time goes by, and it slowly begins to dawn on you that maybe you're not gonna be quite as keen on drying out fruit and storing it in your basement. (laughs) So what do you do? You have to demote it. Objects start the highest level visible in a living area. From there, it goes down to a closet, cupboard or drawer. That's why we have those, so we don't have to see all of the huge mistakes we have made. (laughs) From the closet, it goes to the garage. One of the longest phases in trashification. No object has ever made it out of the garage and back into the house. The word
1: garage seems to be a form of the word garbage. It's Jerry Seinfeld, Jeff and Jen. The Swifties... And Taylor Swift's fan base aren't always known for being calm and sensible, Hmm. which is why things like this happen. A publishing company recently announced that a celebrity is releasing a memoir this July and that it's going to be a blockbuster. Huge. Yeah. They haven't revealed who the author is yet, but they are now accepting pre-orders for $45. That's a pricey book. That's a pricey book. Yeah. Better be actually, I better have a lot of pictures. Is it hardcover?
0: Oh, of course. Always comes out <laughs> first, hardcover.
1: So the expectation is <laughs> that people, and, and they are, people are pre-ordering a book and they don't know who the author is or, what, or huh. even what it's about. Just that it's a celebrity memoir worth $45, apparently, which is weird.
2: Is that expensive for a book, Jen? Or is yes. that about so it is? It's up
1: there. I
0: don't yes. know
2: because I usually just listen to yeah. books on tape. Mostly
0: hardcovers when they're first release day. are in the twenty five thirty dollar range. Yeah. Uh, of course, on Amazon you can get them a little bit cheaper than that usually. Wow! But um, yeah.
1: Well, and this is even weirder. The book is on Amazon right now under the name. This is the this is the working title they have for it at the moment. Four C. Untitled Flatiron Nonfiction Summer 2023. This is so weird. I it, Like, what celebrity? I don't
0: know. I don't well, they,
1: they, they think it's Taylor Swift. Right. The Swifties think it's Taylor Swift. And it is currently the number one bestseller on Amazon's book section and in Barnes & Noble's coming soon section.
2: And nobody knows who is even writing it, but they're spending all their money on it. The,
1: right. Yeah. And it's mostly Swifties who are convinced that it's taylor swift now it's unclear how that rumor got started but the fans say they see hints like the following this mystery book is 544 pages that's
0: also very long for a book very long usually books are about 300
1: but 544 the, the 544 those digits you add them together that equals 13 that's taylor's lucky number
2: which I think makes sense because everything she does has to do with the number 13 in one way, shape, or another.
1: Okay, the other other hint they think they see is that the release date is set for July 9th. And, you know, the lyric in her 2010 song, Last Kiss, saying that July 9th, the beat of your heart. So they see that as a clue.
2: None of this would shock me, by the way, Mm. if it's true. I mean, at all. And she... Because I feel like we would be like, well, when does she even have time to write a book? But she's one of those people that is recording an album, writing a book, and on tour all at the same time.
1: Right. And the release date would coincide with Taylor's next album, Speak Now, Taylor's version, which is out July 7th. But apparently, it's not Taylor Swift. Because the publishing company says these Easter eggs that people are seeing are only coincidences. And while they didn't outright deny it, Variety says they know for certain that this mystery author is not Taylor Swift. So they know who <sighs> it is. And they're telling the Swifties, you You may want to cancel your pending pre-order. Probably because they don't want to deal with all the returns. Yeah. But wouldn't it be funny if it ended up being like, you know, I said it in the video, like if, it's, if it ends up being Kanye.
0: Which would be the antithesis of <laughs> the Swifties. I don't know if there'd be anybody they'd. Hate to give money to more.
1: Right.
2: Scooter Braun, maybe. Yeah. That's probably not the
1: case. Variety speculated that it might be BTS because they've heard rumors to that fact, but that's also unconfirmed.
2: Yeah, but it would make sense if it was BTS because Jen's saying it's 500 pages. Don't you feel like it would have to involve like multiple members of of a. Right. Well, either that, or somebody much older, because you know how how a many experiences
0: life. do you have to write about when you're thirty?
2: Maybe it's Tom Cruise, he's lived a very full life, but i don't
0: I wouldn't think that this would be his style to to like have to this big mystery, mystery. Yeah, yeah, I think he would come up with something that's why I do think it's somebody young because us, you know older the older people over the age of twenty five are going to be like. I'm not giving 45 bucks for something. I don't even know what it is. We wouldn't get that excited. But if I'm 17 and I'm in love with Taylor Swift and I think that it's a book about her, then I might spend the money.
1: Yeah. You know? Well. We'll find they out. They say it's not, but I just, I think it's wild that the number uh, one yeah. bestseller on Amazon's book section right now is a book. They, a 500 know,
0: page,
2: $45 book that nobody knows
0: who it's who written it? by. Right. <laughs>
2: It's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. It sounds like the fire Festival all over again. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Everybody sign up. It's going to be awesome. Yeah.
1: If you want to pre-order, it's called 4C, the, the, the numeral 4, the letter C, 4C, Untitled Flatiron Nonfiction Summer 2023.
0: And it, I mean, is it going to? We don't even know. Is it going to be a limited edition, or are they going to have ten thousand copies of it in every Barnes and Noble there is? Yeah. So what's the what's what's the benefit what's of the pre-ordering?
2: Our friend needs to know what the draw is because I think Jen's got forty-five dollars burning a hole in her pocket. <laughs> oh
3: yeah, this Somebody is right up your alley.
2: <laughs> you got to sell me a little harder on this
3: one. Did you hear her question? Is it limited <laughs> edition? <laughs> yes. That was. That's
0: I mean, it's saying. like you do. you have no choice but to get in now or else you may never have a copy of it i
2: think you should go ahead and buy us one
3: i'm not (laughs) what if you found out i was gonna do it if you found out it was a kardashian
0: no but the funny thing is
1: if that was the case if it was a limited edition she would buy it because it's a limited edition it's going to be worth something and it'll end up in her basement for it like she'll never sell it she'll never make any money off of it because she'll end up losing it or Giving it away to
0: somebody. Put it on top
2: of your other
1: books that you
0: get. Yeah, that's what I'll do.
2: But she does read. I mean, all of us, she's the one that has... I own a lot of books. I mean, you read sometimes, (laughs) Jeff, right? Don't Uh you read sometimes? I do. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I I am a very slow reader who usually reads about two to three pages maximum before going to bed. It literally sits on my bedside table table for months. And I get through it like two or three pages at a time because I can't... I just cannot stay awake.
2: Yeah, I'm the same. So
1: if I want to actually read a book, I got to listen to the audiobook in the car.
2: Yeah, that's what I do. Because I'm a drifter. I'll read and I'm reading and then I'm like, oh, the grocery store, Kroger, I got to and then I'm like eight pages later and I'm like I have no idea what just happened because I've been drifting and yeah. also still reading at the same time.
0: Wonder if it's Madonna.
2: Oh, maybe. <sighs>
1: Never mind. <laughs>
2: oh, yeah. She'd have 500 pages worth to of material. releasing her like sex book or sex something. book. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's 544 pages of Madonna's sex book.
0: She's probably been collecting photos for a very yes. long time.
2: And in that case, the Swifties are going to be like, what the heck? Is <laughs> what this? <laughs>
0: is this? Who is this? What is it?
2: All right. So Doja Cat called her last two albums,
0: Hot Pink and Planet Her, cash grabs. And she said that everybody fell for it. She said, now I can go disappear somewhere and touch grass with my loved ones on an island while y'all weep for mediocre pop. Mm. Some fans are upset and confused, especially since those albums include her breakthrough hit, Say So, and the Grammy-winning Kiss Me More with SZA. Doja followed up that announcement with the title of her next album, which is called First of All. She has not said whether or not that
1: one is a cash grab.
0: Oh. Apparently the first two were.
3: Yeah. Well, to Tim's point in the video. Isn't that what they do that for? Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, that's... that's I what mean, I would
3: make an album for so I could get some money get and then some money. say goodbye to it.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, that's the thing. You know, when you're an artist like that and you have an opportunity to work with these amazing producers and record labels and you're very talented and you have certain music that is yours and you want to make, but it's not going to sell a ton. Yeah. Or you here, are, do the, what here are all these, do first. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the choice as an artist, you know? Do you, do you sell out for the man or do you stay true to who you are and the art you want to create and not be successful? Right. A tough choice.
1: Okay. You're, you guys remember when we, we felt so liberated by cutting the cord. And we're choosing streaming over pricey cable TV packages and being sold a bunch of channels we never even watch and paying hundreds of dollars a month. Well, I saw where it was going all along. We're going to show them. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna get Netflix. And that's it. So that's mm-hmm. what I did. I got Netflix. And I liked it. And I held on to it because it was like at the time, I think seven bucks a month or something. Mm-hmm. We're going back a bit. And then came Hulu and mm-hmm.
2: Amazon, what was that? Prime Amazon Video. Prime Video, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: All these other, and all the networks started, you know, Peacock and CBS with Paramount and Disney and ESPN Plus and Discovery and mm-hmm. HBO and everybody mm-hmm. started coming out with these separate streaming services.
0: Now I have 740 of them and cable.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, we're probably spending more today than we were before we, yep. quote-unquote, cut the cord. They got us. Well, sure do. yesterday, I don't know how you'll take this news, Disney announced that they'd be combining Disney Plus and Hulu into one app. Great. Possibly and- with ESPN Plus as well by the end of the year.
0: So it's kind of like a cable package.
1: <laughs>
2: Well, they've done that, like, Uh -uh. so if you subscribe to Disney Plus, there's an option where you can do, like, Disney Plus Plus or whatever, and you get Disney Plus, the ad-ish version of Hulu and ESPN On Demand, whatever, as its own little package where you use the same password for everything. (sighs)
1: So...
2: And I think that was like fourteen ninety nine a month or something.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. And when you have all of these automatic payments, and they're you know seven bucks, ten bucks, twelve bucks, you don't really pay attention. And all of a sudden, it's like you know you get this little alert.
3: I pay attention. I only pay for one, Netflix. Chris pays for Amazon Prime. The end. And that is all you have. Do you feel like you're missing out on anything? Nope. Like- you know what we end up watching? We end up watching. Over-the-air antenna, bunny ears, Channel 25 reruns of Hardcore Pawn.
2: Yeah, you have like other people's passwords to stuff, though, right? That's kind of like what we do. Like we pay for the Disney and share.
3: We have a password My mom plays
2: for the Netflix and shares. We have a
3: password for for someone's Peacock.
2: Yeah. I th- you know what I do now on my television because I, I don't pay for a lot of those, but I have used other people's passwords. When I hit the app now, I just pray mm-hmm. that it's going to open because I don't know. I don't know who's paying for it, but I know right. I got to log in. My,
3: fr- my friend Meg's trick is she's like, wait till Christmas time. They have an end of the year sale on Hulu and Peacock for $1.99 a month. And then that's, that's when you order that's it. That's when you get it. Because then you get the whole year for 20 bucks.
0: It's like the 2023 version of OPP. Other people's passwords.
1: Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, as it stands now, Disney will be temporarily combining Disney Plus.
0: Yep. So, does that mean if you already have Disney Plus, your your price tag's going up? Supposedly, probably. they're going to
1: remain separate subscriptions. So, you still get the standalone options. Only you'll have your Disney Plus and Hulu combined if you subscribe to both. So it's unclear how that would look. It sounds very confusing. It does. Yeah, and and that's why it might be temporary because Disney only owns two-thirds of Hulu with Comcast owning the other third. Next year, one company is expected to take over the whole thing, but it's unclear who will run it. In the past, Disney has talked about parting with Hulu, but more recently, they've suggested that they might actually keep it and buy Comcast out.
2: Yeah, that's, that's what's going to happen. You wait and see.
1: Regardless, Disney has announced that they will be raising the price of Disney Plus's ad-free tier. It's currently $10.99 a month or $110 a year. Great. They didn't say what the new price will be. Are you hooked yet?
2: I mean yeah that's where all of our kid stuff is like all I mean that's honestly the reason we have Disney Plus is because of all of the kid programming you know the movies every Disney movie is on there bluey is on there all of the star wars stuff is on there yeah
1: so Apple TV Plus which which we have has a feature called next up or up next it's called up next where you have your favorite shows and as they as new episodes down the pike, your up next category bumps up whatever the newest thing is for your ch- chosen shows. So it's mm-hmm. basically, so you don't have to go through your list or whatever. It just is supposed to streamline your queue in a way. But in the events where we've shared it with the kids it screws up our whole thing yes, and we miss episodes. Algorithm. Yeah. Otherwise we'd be a little more generous with our other subscriptions, <laughs> but that's my only thing about sharing subscriptions is I-, I got no problem with sharing my password, but now you're messing up like my queue and you're watching stuff that's,
2: that's why you have to create. Now, Not Apple is different and- because Apple is particular to the username for Apple. But when you borrow yeah, someone else's... Yeah, because it's my whole
1: Apple identity.
2: And that's why. But when you borrow someone else's Disney or Netflix or whatever, you create your own icon oh okay. and then you go into your own icon and that's your algorithm under
1: the same subscription under, yeah yes. you have your queue list Correct. penelope could have hers yes
2: so you have the tree and then all of the little leaves underneath can be jen has a profile you have a profile tim has a profile i got and it'll ask you like who's watching and then you click on your name
1: yeah i love apple tv plus that's one i would keep Netflix, I don't watch a lot. They got good programming. I just don't watch enough of it to justify them.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm. But also, I feel that way about Amazon Prime TV. Like, I have it because I have Amazon Prime, because I want stuff to deliver to the house. And the only thing I feel like I've ever watched on there was The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel.
0: Same. Well, see, that's the thing. is, It's like, I'll get one for one show. Like, oh, well, I don't even remember. What did I get so I could watch Yellowstone? Stars. It's like, ah,
2: I'm kidding. (laughs) Because it was Paramount+. Paramount It was Paramount+, Plus. Yeah,
0: and it's like, and and I got Apple because I wanted the morning Morning show.
2: Yeah.
1: Apple TV Plus has got a lot of good stuff, I think. Yeah,
0: I just don't watch enough television.
2: See, and that's my problem, too. I don't even turn
0: it on half the time. And to
2: Jeff's comment, like yesterday, I went into a bunch of different profiles and added stuff to my list so that I wouldn't forget to watch it. Like, I haven't watched The newest Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which is the end of the season. So I had to put that on the list so I wouldn't forget. I still haven't watched the end to Firefly Lane. I had to put that on the list so I wouldn't forget. Yeah. I did start a very interesting documentary-style show, though, on Netflix. That's called The Longest Third Date. And it's about a couple uh, from New York City that met on Hinge And they ended up just on a whim. The flights were not that expensive to go to Costa Rica. So they were like, hey, how about our third dates in Costa Rica? And they're like, all right, I'm game. But they left on March 17th of 2020. And they get stuck there because of the pandemic. Oh, wow. Shut down everything. Is Is this a real story? It's a real story. So that's what this guy ends up like recording all of this footage for the longest third date.
0: That's a horrible place to have to be trapped for a couple of years.
2: (laughs) I mean, you know, you think about like, how how are they getting money? How are they working? How are they going to get out? You know, I mean, they're from New York. And if you remember at the time. Did they fall in love? The epicenter of a lot of the COVID stuff was in New York City. Right. So I'm not going to tell you anything. Just watch it. It's on Netflix. It's like an hour something-ish. But it's Hmm. pretty interesting. Yeah.
1: All right. That is your latest news. We'll have more for you coming up after 7 o'clock. And there is a lot today that we'll get to here shortly. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you can guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with a pair of tickets to Moulin Rouge, the musical happening Wednesday, the 17th at the Aronoff Center. That's That's opening night. So if you're available that night and you want to score these tickets for free, We will tell you exactly when to call in. It's coming up straight ahead. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.